Hey, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday. Well, 4th of July holiday right around the corner. Let's talk about safety. And we've got Sergeant Blake White, uh, the public affairs with the Colorado State Patrol with us. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for having us. Well, thank you for being here. Are are we even having a 4th of July this year, Blake? (laughs) Yes, and and as restrictions are getting lesser, you know, and people are able to get out more, it looks like there's going to be more celebrations and things going on than we expected. Yeah, I'm kind of hearing the same thing, at least in my neighborhood. I feel like I hear fireworks every night right now. So let's talk about fireworks first off. Uh, what is allowed? What is legal here in Colorado? Yeah, and, and fortunately, we are already starting to hear them and see them. And really, the things that are going to be allowed in Colorado are the things sold in Colorado. So don't go to Wyoming. Don't travel out of state and buy the stuff that's illegal because it's illegal for a reason. We want to keep our state nice. We don't want to you know burn it down and, and create issues. Mm-hmm. So really, we're looking at things that are non-explosive and don't leave the ground. Those are the big rules that kind of help govern our laws in Colorado. Now, there's other stipulations as far as you know what exactly that means. But if you're buying it in Colorado doesn't leave the ground, doesn't explode, should be good to go on that. So let's just say that me looking out my backyard hearing fireworks and I see them in the sky, you're telling me that's probably not good. Correct. Unless it's a professional firework display, which they go through a ton of safety regulations and all kinds of things, then it's legal. But unfortunately, a lot of people go, they buy these things that shoot in the air, the Roman candles, all kinds of things Mm -hmm. that, that are illegal. And fire departments are running around constantly trying to put out the fires that are caused by these. Well, and we should say on a serious note, look, our state is very dry right now. Um, This can be really dangerous for for not just for you and your family, but for people all over our state. Well, exactly. And these these fires spread quickly. It's a drain on the resources. It's it's putting, you know, people's safety at risk, their homes at risk, Um, you know, even using it in your neighborhood. You know, it it can land on the roof and, and set your neighbor's house on fire. So just just be respectful. Be considerate about it and just don't use those things. There's plenty of other ways to enjoy the holiday, um, not using illegal fireworks. Well, and let's talk about a a different aspect of fireworks, too. I mean, I look a lot on my Nextdoor app. You know, I have it on my phone for my neighborhood, and I hear a lot of veterans and a lot of people talking with pets about how much the fireworks are bothering them. Are you hearing the same thing? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I I'm lucky because my dog is one that runs toward the fireworks. She she tends to enjoy it, but um, many dogs don't, and it causes them a lot of trauma. And people, you know, the veterans, you'll see the signs sometimes in in your neighborhood that say, you know, please be respectful, veteran here. Um, Understand that that can trigger their PTSD, and they've been through a lot, and hearing those explosions and all that can bring them back to a state of mind that's trying to get them out of. You know, this is the whole reason they were able to celebrate 4th of July and continue doing this is the freedom that they fought for. So be respectful of those people. Um, but don't forget about kids. Don't forget about the ones that were involved in things like uh, STEM. Mm, and, good point. you know, those, those kids have gone through a lot, too, and they're trying to heal. So when they're constantly hearing these fireworks and it's, um, again, in general, these illegal fireworks that are going off and that are exploding and loud, helping them to not recover and it's setting them back. So just just be respectful of people. Understand that what they're going through. Um, there's other ways to enjoy it. Like I said, professional fireworks displays, if you want to see stuff shoot out there. Otherwise, use some other stuff some fountains, some good stuff that you can still enjoy it with a family. Right. And let's talk a little bit because so many of the professional fireworks shows have been canceled this year due to social distancing. What are your thoughts on getting together on the 4th? 
So I will say there's still, I, I'm seeing a lot of shows still going around. We know that a lot have been canceled, um, but there are shows that are going on. And what they're saying is, that, hey, we're not doing the concert. Or we're not doing the, you know, get together in the field, but get in your cars. Still go with your family. Still enjoy these displays. We know there's still going to be displays. So check those out. Check around your area. See what's going on. Um, but obviously we don't want people traveling. If there's one big one in Denver, we want everybody flooding to Denver. Right, right. Um, if you're going to be celebrating the holiday regardless, make sure you're practicing social distancing. Wear your mask if you're going to be out in a bigger group. Just be smart about it so that we're also concerned, you know, long-term with uh, everything that's going on with coronavirus. I know. You still see it spiking in so many other states. And I know Governor Polis is like, wear your mask. We've got to still be on guard for this virus. How has it affected you guys at the State Patrol? Um, you know, we're we're still wearing our masks, and uh, we're practicing social distancing and everything best we can. And we know that this is something that's going to be going on for a while. It's so easy to forget, you know, once we get through the big surge and this is new um, to the U.S. and Colorado, what's going on, that once we start to settle in, a lot of people tend to forget and just go back to their normal way of life. But remember, this is going to be going on for months, and we still need to be diligent about it. You're still going to see us wearing a mask. Uh, if we happen to stop you for some reason, um, you're probably going to see that trooper wearing a mask. You may not be giving your documents, like your license, registration, your insurance to the trooper. They may take a picture of it so mm. they don't have to handle it. Sure. There's just some different ways that we've adjusted so that we're trying to help stop the spread as well. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about the passing of the documents, that that's probably yeah. not a great idea. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think it's, you know, it's habit for people. When I stopped them, they still hand it to me and... There have been times where, you know, I take it and I'll spray it with some alcohol spray and sanitize it for them. Sure. Um, and we're very diligent about cleaning our cars, wiping everything down and, and washing our hands or using hand sanitizer we're out in the, you know, on the road. So we're taking these steps, too, because we're in contact with people. And again, we don't want to spread this virus. Well, and you're on the front lines. You're out there exactly. working every day. And by the way, thank you for doing what you're doing. I know uh, it's definitely been a difficult time for a while now. It has, and, uh, but we're still happy to serve. You know, we, we, we do this so that we can continue to save lives in the state. And um, unfortunately, there's a lot of behaviors that people are displaying now more than ever, like just driving aggressively and speeding and t- kind of taking advantage of the lesser traffic. So we've, we've adapted to it. We've kind of seen some changes within people, but we're going to continue to be out there because we want to save lives. We want you to spend this time with your family, enjoy these holidays, enjoy just every day. So we don't want people hurt or injured, uh, killed in a crash. Well, I'm glad you brought up the aggressive driving, you know, um, doing what I do for a living. I've been coming into the radio station, you know, every day doing my show. So I've I've been out there with no traffic and now with traffic coming back. And I have been somewhat surprised at how angry people seem like they are on the road right now. Yes, absolutely. And and I I think it's just part of it being cooped up and maybe the changes, it's everything that's going on in 2020 so far, it's, it's been a roller coaster year. I think people are struggling and when they get on the road, it's not personal. And, and people like, we just want to get you know, the same place. We want you to get to your destination. You need to get to work. You need to go to the grocery store, but just plan time, take your time, maybe listen to some relaxing music like, <laughs> cozy yes <laughs> yes listen to, to me during you know, the day yes <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean that type like a, a calmer music something that's going to help you just relax and 
I hate to say, but driving crazy and speeding, all it really does is it puts you in a bad situation where you may get ticketed, you may mm-hmm. get a crash, hurt, injure somebody else, and it really doesn't save any time. So just relax, plan some extra time, and you'll be fine. You know, I was driving back. I was visiting my dad in Santa Fe over Father's Day weekend, and I'm on I-25, and I'm coming down from Trinidad, and then you hit the construction, and there were so many people that were just road raging with their campers yeah. and their trucks and the delays it was, you know, causing, and, and I get that it's frustrating, but I know you guys are unveiling a new campaign starting, what, the 3rd of July called Take Some Time? Is that what we're talking about here? So the Take Some Time campaign is more geared toward um, DUI and kind of slowing down with that. Um, we always, especially like you mentioned with construction zones and all that, it absolutely applies to that too. So Take Some Time is more than the DUI campaign that CDOT's doing. It's, hey, slow down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely give yourself time on things. And, and again, that it just goes to that road rage part where just don't rush. And, right. and your life is worth so much more than trying to get there a couple minutes faster. And let's talk about the drinking, the driving, uh, the using drugs. Has all of that still been going on during the COVID season? It has. And uh, I think that was that was really surprising for us to see for a while where, you know, we had the stay-at-home order and we're expecting to really not be getting much. And hopefully people were staying at home because if you had to get out, it was to get to the grocery store, or get those essential trips done and get home. Um, but we were still seeing a lot of people drinking, um, using drugs, and getting behind the wheel. And we know some of that is probably because with the change in restaurants and with, uh, you know, more to-go, takeaway type things, alcohol, if you're going to sit in your car, hey, I'm going to go pick up this food, uh, I'm going to have my drink and I'm going to sit in the car and eat, and now I'm going to drive because I'm already there. Um, So I think that there were some changes in behaviors that we saw, but then overall we had patrol cars being hit by drunk drivers during this time too, where... Uh, we just know it's still going on and we just, we cannot have that happen. It's a choice that you're making to drink and drive. There's always other options and there's never an excuse for it. And one of the things that you always say is, look, nothing is going to get you sober faster. Exactly. And and there's so many myths, you know, I'll, I'll have some coffee. I'm going to take a cold shower. You know, those things that people think, oh, it's going to, it's going to sober me up. No, it's not. That alcohol is in your system where that drug is in your system, and the only thing that's going to fix it is time. Like CDOT says, take some time. And, again, if you're going to drive, just just don't drink. Have right. that sober friend. Plan ahead. And if you're in that situation where, oh, I decided to have, have a beer or two, well, then either don't drive mm-hmm. or have the person that's sober again or call rideshare. Use public transportation. There's still options even during all this. Right, and I think that's a really important message. Uh, how much is drinking and driving a factor around the 4th of July holiday? Is it a big problem during those dates? Yeah, and I think this year it's it's uh, we're going to see more, unfortunately, because the 4th is on a weekend. Um, so Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, we're probably going to see it all weekend. Mm. So we're going to have it, we're going to have troopers out. They're going to be looking for it. Ideally, we would not, we would love to not have to make any arrests. Right. But we know that people are going to make this wrong choice and get behind the wheel. Um, it's just not the way to celebrate it. And again, we want you to spend the time with your family, not in jail, detox, something like that, and and dealing with all the legal issues with it at a minimum. Right. Well, and how scary is it when you're somebody out on the road who hasn't been drinking and you see somebody and they're driving like you think they've been drinking? What do you do? So there's a couple things you can do. You know, depending on the severity, there's always 911. 
And if they're all over the road and they're causing a safety issue to others, call 911. I mean, it's they could kill somebody or seriously injure themselves or others. So that's something that we want to get an officer out to stop that car and figure out what's going on. Now, sometimes it, if they're falling asleep, something like that, it doesn't matter. There's still a danger to other drivers. So let us know if we can get an officer out there right away. We will we dispatch it out. If you don't want to call 911, star CSP, like Colorado State Patrol, or star 277, same thing, on your cell phone goes right to our dispatch. Okay. Um, that's another way to report it that you can say, hey, I'm seeing this driver. This is what I'm seeing. And we'll try and get an officer there as quick as we can. When somebody's calling that in, what kind of information should they have? Because I know that sometimes people get overly eager and want to get that license plate. License plate is nice, so that helps us identify it. If if you can't get that, great. Give us a vehicle description. Tell us what you're seeing. Tell us where you're at. Um, but don't put yourself in danger. Don't, you know, chase them through the neighborhoods and, and you know, do erratic driving yourself or aggressive driving that you're trying to, you know, report this driver. It's not worth it. So give us the information that you can, what they're doing. If you can get a license, like, great. If you can identify the driver, even better. Um, but, again, that's not necessary. As long as we can get a vehicle description, we can get the minimum out there, we can try and get an officer, we're going to try our best. But don't ever put yourself in a situation where you're in danger trying to get that to us. Right. Don't chase down a driver that's driving erratically. That just doesn't make any sense. Well, and people do it. And, and you know, sometimes we have to tell them, hey, stop following this car or stop doing this because we're we're trying to solve the problem. We're not trying to escalate it. And sometimes if they see a fallen, they're going to start driving more aggressive and more dangerously. Right. Um, so we just, we don't want that either. Yeah, really the bottom line is, number one, don't drink and drive. And then just use some common sense if you see somebody who is. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's more than, if it's prescription drugs, if it's, you know, marijuana, anything like that, just don't give you a hand of wheel. And, and we always say, if you feel different, you drive different. If you're tired, if you're on drugs, alcohol, any of that, then just don't drive. It's it's that simple. It really is that simple. And I know, uh, like you said, you all would love not to make any arrest for that. Yes, we would love to. Um, but unfortunately, we know we will. We hope that we can get these drivers off the road before something happens. Um, we never want to see those crashes. Unfortunately, we respond to those where adults, children are injured, killed in these drug and alcohol related crashes. And it's just, it's something that should never happen. Yeah. Heartbreaking to even think. Well, going into this 4th of July weekend, uh, Sergeant Blake White, Public Affairs of the Colorado State Patrol, thank you so much for joining us and giving us some good information. Thank you very much. And I hope everybody has a safe and happy 4th. All right. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for doing what you're doing. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Feel free to share this podcast on your social media platforms. Go out and have a blessed day and be kind.